the Simplicity Parenting Podcast with me, Kim John Payne. This week I've been thinking about, particularly about the theme of empathy, and I've been uh, visiting in schools and with families, and I've seen some really beautifully uh, empathetic kids, you know, kids who are playing well together, uh, will notice when someone is hurt, and um, generally you think, okay, that, that's a child who's got a really good sense of empathy. And over the years, I've watched this. And um, what's a standout feature of kids who you know, have that empathy? It's, it's not to say they don't have their, their struggles with their siblings as well, but a standout feature in in that kind of ability to reach into someone else's experience just a little bit you know not not that we need to over expect but it does seem to line up with having enough um, simplicity and balance in a child's life and you know there's a way there's a way in which i think about this and certainly the way in which i've observed it is that when a child has age appropriately the ability to understand how someone else is um, is feeling just a little bit you know little children only understand that a little bit um, we, we've got to be careful as I mentioned not to over expect but when they can do that it, it's a real hallmark that they are um, not overwhelmed by life, that they're not just trying to survive on a day-to-day basis, that they're operating from a base of security, they're operating from a base of safety, that home life for them is, is a place of refuge and it's a place where they can decompress. The, the overwhelm, um, one of the primary culprits of kids who find it very difficult to reach out into the world is is when they don't have that that feeling of safety and security and they're actually just struggling to get through the day. You know, they're much more on survival mode. Now, when you're on survival mode, uh, it's a, a lot of what a ch- any child is going to be occupied with is is just simply getting through and the being able to reach out to others siblings uh, friends classmates uh, in that sense is secondary you know the brain particularly the amygdala the the fight or flight uh, brain is saying you know take care of yourself the world's dangerous it's it's overwhelming you and that child is going to have a lot of struggles to, you know, be able to move move out of that position. You know, bless their little overwhelmed hearts. They don't mean it at all, but there is um, a default survival m- mode that a child will go into when when they feel overwhelmed. Now, in the Simplicity Parenting book, I make quite a, a, a case for the new normal of the fast-paced, supersized family life is actually causing cumulative, a kind of a cumulative stress response is how I refer to it in the book. 
And that cumulative stress response is is so ubiquitous now, it's become somewhat the new normal, and so too has low levels of empathy. Because when a child uh, has that kind of lifestyle, then the the that primary protective instinct self protective instinct uh kicks in and now they don't mean it at all it's just it's a very primal ancient type of of just getting through and by contrast when a child has a life that is not causing that cumulative stress response where life is is manageable, uh, where the the amygdala, the ancient brain, is not pumping out adrenaline and cortisol, a child who has that more inner space, inner peace, isn't necessarily concerned or overly concerned with their own survival. You know that that's just a part of life. That's being secure. And being able to cope with how fast life is moving, that's, that's all taken care of. You know, my parents are guardians, they're sort of sentinels, you know, um, standing at the threshold of my life. And they, they take care of that for me. So therefore, I have the ability as a child uh, to be able to reach out beyond my own needs my own needs are being tended to, so I can tend to the needs of someone else. It's, it's very basic, uh, actually, isn't it? It's kind of common sense, but it's very much a part of raising a child who is socially and emotionally intelligent, because then they're not dominated by the uh, amygdala, by the ancient fight, flight, freeze, or flock brain, uh, then the limbic system and, and the frontal lobes, neocortex, all these, all these more highly evolved parts of the, of the brain are then free to do their work. They're free to myelinate, you know, light, lay down the, the, sort of the, the road pathways uh, to these higher functions because as long as a child feels safe and secure then those pathways will open up and they open up for life. Once these pathways are laid down, they're there and a child has them. So the long-term outlook for parents practicing simplicity and balance in in their child's life is really beautiful. It's wonderful to see. Now, just to wrap up, um, this this um, thought, we also have to be a little bit careful of what to expect, as I mentioned earlier, from a child's uh, empathy. You know, right up through the age of sort of 10, 11, 12, there's not a lot of traffic crossing over the brain bridge, you know, over the corpus callosum. It's, you know, in terms of understanding complicated, uh, more subtle um, cause and effect on a social emotional level little children don't necessarily you know have have that level of complexity however a young child you know four five six years old 
if they have a life that is more balanced and is not overwhelming them, they will be more open to direction if something does go wrong with the siblings. They will be more uh, open to healing and redoing what went wrong. And they will um, most definitely be able to be open to your show of empathy. If you're moving into a situation where something has gone wrong and you show empathy, a child who's not being overwhelmed by life will be able to read you. And via reading you, you know, your social, uh, your emotional state, and the fact that you have empathy for a sibling that's been pushed or an argument that's happened, and they will be able to imitate you. This is by uh, via a part of the brain called the mirror neurons, which another podcast, actually earlier podcast, uh, mentioned. These mirror neurons will pick up the um, the subtle flow of emotions within a person that particularly within a person that the child feels is safe base that they can trust, and not only but but particularly, and. So via reading you and your empathy for the situation, they will be able to build a bridge, more and more, um, uh, a more and more solid bridge as they grow older. And so with all that said, the, the more we can lower the sensory overwhelm, the kind of the, the base beat of 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 life to a manageable level for children then the more um, pathways to empathy that will will open up okay hope that's helpful bye-bye for now